The other day, I, I took the cat to the vet, and on my way home, some of my coworkers were like, I hope you got gas while you were out. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I had the cat in the car with me, and I wasn't low on gas, really. But uh, one of my coworkers had been to a gas station, like one of the gas stations near him ha- had already run out of gas because, uh, not not actually because of the whole pipeline thing, but because people were preemptively freaking out about it and hoarding. It was such an amazing story. So, like... Yeah, it's uh, the triumphant return of Hamster Cove. <laughs> which you know in, in last in 2020 it was toilet paper in 2021 it was gasoline um some like randos like not even really professional hackers imagine bunny quotes around all of those um performed a ransomware attack against some pipeline company which turned out to be really stupid because <laughs> Uh, the pipeline operator, it's its a relatively low-margin business for the oil industry, so they weren't going to be able to extract a whole lot of cash, and it got a ton of government attention right away, so really bad target mm-hmm. choice. Um, but also, like, and this, the, so the most infuriating part for me was the, so they, they felt that they had to shut down the pipeline, which is what made people freak out, because they thought there <laughs> wouldn't be any more gas on the East Coast for, like, who knows how long they thought this was going to happen. Um, they only, the, the hackers compromised the billing server. <laughs> they had only ever yeah. compromised the, the financial transaction services, not any of the operational stuff at all, which is separate, luckily. Um, and, uh, well, and to, to jump in before we, uh, uh, IT shame them. I did see, you know, an unverified, you know, like Reddit or somewhere like, so I'm a, you know, contractor and they were one of my clients at some point. And I know for a fact, there are like multiple ways to get the thing to like, you know, serve oil because it's really bad for them to like run dry or stop because then when you start it again, you know, it might break apart or whatever. But he's like, I personally know that this isn't like dependent on software or even electricity <laughs> well you wouldn't want it to be i mean and also like it's plumbing <laughs> right <laughs> normally plumbing, it just does <laughs> it generally operates on the principle of gravity although you might yeah, the, occasionally have pumps to assist but like and even those not even necessary if you you know can use water pressure to your advantage i mean the romans figured it out <laughs> right we can move liquids from one place to another there are some well understood principles there <laughs> Um, so anyway, the reason they shut down the pipeline was because they, they were worried they wouldn't be able to bill people appropriately, which is just so fucked up. And, and like, it's the perfect example of, uh, nobody can tell you the problems of capitalism better than capitalists trying to describe communism. (laughs) Right? Their descriptions are always exactly capitalism. (laughs) Like... There, there are many humorous memes to that effect. But, like, this never needed to happen. There's a million reasons why this never needed to happen. First of all, just fucking estimate and keep shit moving. Second of all, how... <laughs> how does a ransomware attack put you out of commission, even just one server, for, like, days on end? Oh, oh by the way, they paid the ransom. 
But it turned out that, which by the way, you're Mm -hmm. absolutely not supposed to do. um, But the tool that they got in exchange for paying the ransom actually was really terrible. So like, it wasn't even super effective to have wasted all that money paying the ransom. Um, I think the the government ended up helping them in some capacity or whatever. Or maybe they fucking restored their backups, which they should have. Like, this should have been maybe a couple of hours of people freaking out and running around like chickens with their heads off, um, doing things like, okay, pull down your billing server, spin up a new server, restore the billing server's last good known good backup to it, and replace it. That's all they had to do. Yeah, and even, like, I'm sorry, but, like, we're not in the era of having your own infrastructure anymore unless you have, like, a really, 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 really good reason. And, like, the those remaining reasons are at universities. And even at that level, it's one real data-centered now, not, like, you know, there's a rack per department or whatever. Well, I mean, there are also some, like, national security reasons why you might need to have, like, a physical server that you can, you know, maintain physical security of rather than just hosting. But but a lot of government shits on AWS. I don't think that I'm, that I'm like, <laughs> giving anything right, away. because no trust is better. Right? <laughs> just, if, yeah. If physical access is, like, part of your, like, equation, then, like, something you think is secure. Right. That's pretty much how, I mean, not to keep jumping off track, but... That was the whole thing that Chelsea Manning did. The the videos that were uh, leaked via her were on a physically isolated machine that was like, it wasn't like admin admin to get in, but it was (laughs) like one like local account, you know, not like uh, networked accounts or even like multiple (laughs) local accounts. Mm -hmm. Everyone who used it had the same pair of credentials and so everyone was you know it was interesting quote unquote as a leak because like oh something crossed the air gap um and then it was you know like edwardian uh forensics of looking up who was on shift at the time (laughs) it probably occurred yeah it's not great when that's what your forensics consists of (laughs) like (laughs) access controls motherfucker do you have them um apparently not and it's like there's so so many there's so many like companies whose whole deal is building software where you just like go to like their website so there isn't anything for like attackers to go after other than like that entire ass company yeah, which would have been a better target, honestly. Like, well, yeah, like any, any, they would have some damn money, <laughs> right? <laughs> and they it wouldn't have even got, already like, have Bitcoin. The FBI wouldn't have descended immediately, um, right? <laughs> so it was it was really a shit show on both sides. Like, I guess everything is wrong. It, pretty you much did everything wrong. If ransomware is a problem for you these days, right? Like, it should be a minor annoyance or even like a moderate annoyance, but it shouldn't take anything critical. Like the worst that should happen is like Marge from accounting's computer is down for the day. So you issue her a new one with a fresh or you just re-image her machine like that. <laughs> that or should be Marge is working from home and you just mail her a new Chromebook. Right. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or spin up a new Docker container on your on a fresh ECS instance, whatever. Like, do, do some AWS nonsense. Like, 
it's it's silly that that this even <laughs> who is their IT director? I would like to have a chat with that person. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure that that IT director would say, well, it's very easy to Monday morning quarterback something like this. But like, come on. Who's not aware of this kind of like, funnily enough, I work for a, a, a stealth mode startup that aims to help mitigate uh, and avoid these kinds of attacks by secret things. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're not public yet, so I can't really say anything. But like, they should have probably been one of our customers. <laughs> and we do have customers in the energy industry um, already. So so there's that. <laughs> but I hope that those customers also have adequate um, IT systems. Uh, and by that, I mean not like computers. I mean systems, <laughs> like procedures yes. <laughs> in place um, to just like be able to laugh. Like you should be able to laugh at a ransomware attack. Like yes. They, <laughs> everything should be encrypted, so they shouldn't be able to get anything useful ever. Um, and, like, nothing important should ever be on an individual computer, and servers should be replaceable within a couple of hours. Uh, take backups, test your backups, test the restore process. Like, this is basic-ass shit. It's, not, it's never even been my job to do anything like that, and I still know all that stuff. <laughs> Speaking of your jobs, um, did you... You had something to do with soft served at redacted right was that in i did or in your location i, I dispensed yeah. uh what they called milkshake which was actually somewhat softer soft serve <laughs> which you still definitely needed to eat with a spoon it was definitely like wendy's frosty thickness without having the pleasant texture of wendy's frosty <laughs> it was like cartons of of um it was called ice cream mix that you poured into the machine which i guess somebody at some point in the history of time set to not quite frozen so that it could be a quote unquote milkshake. Ours weren't like highly automated or anything though. Uh, or but isn't um isn't milkshake also more about like agitation or I don't know. Um, I'm, 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 I'm I'm not a yeah a creamologist. Not where I worked. If you got a strawberry then we would have to actually mix it for you. Uh, but if you got vanilla that shit came straight out of the soft serve machine uh, that was turned a little bit warmer than it needed to be to be ice cream. Um, mm. Or if you got a malt, we we mixed malt powder, a random amount, <laughs> depending on who was doing. Because there was no, like, measuring. or <laughs> There was no scoop for it. It was just, like, put some. Like, you know, like okay, how much, though? Some. Like, like this. And then they put some in a cup. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it was really... It was really so, oh man, it was so stupid working at Redacted. But yeah, it was just a basic ass um, soft serve ice cream machine that you dumped some liquid into. Uh, although we had the kind that you could keep operational because instead of having some ridiculous automated cleaning process, the cleaning process was at the end of the night, you throw everything away uh, and you manually wash all of its parts. Yeah. Better world through software. But also like, it, it's part of the like, Nobody has, like, a profit margin anymore, so the idea of, like, throwing out, like, the unused ice cream bits, it's just like, well, you can't possibly do that. It really... And we'll just ignore the opportunity cost of the machine being down two-thirds of the time. <laughs> right. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that the ice cream mix was not very expensive. I mean, we live in a country with a ridiculously huge dairy glut pretty much all the time, so... It, and it was all artificial flavors other than that and, like, guar gum and stuff. I don't know. I don't even yeah. know what went into that. 
so the uh, infamous McDonald's milkshake machines, which mm-hmm. are, you know, always broken. And like there's that website where you can look up the broken ones um, for the reason of like planning your trip, by the way. <laughs> like it's not right. even to like mock them. It's like a serious like, but I want one. Is it worth getting up? <laughs> <laughs> um, and we finally get a little bit of explanation into that because uh, there have been some illnesses coming out of them because people have been defeating the software lock on them that says, hey, I haven't been cleaned uh, in 14 days. And you may notice that 14 days is not every day uh, because every day the machine at night like turns itself from cold to hot. And things don't like drastic temperature shifts like that. Yeah, not really. I can't imagine it does anything good for the flavor and texture of the ice cream mix that goes into it, but it also isn't great for, like, seals and shitty metal parts and plastic. Yeah, and anything that turns. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So because uh, the self-cleaning cycle, you know, essentially breaks the machine, um, (laughs) when you get to the manual service cycle... It's going to be one of those things where when you take a Mac apart and put it back together, it's never the same again. You never should have done it. (laughs) You never even should have taken a Tapple. You should have just figured out how to get them to give you a whole new machine. Yeah, but your iBooks hard drive needed replacing and that, you know, that was a six hour repair. Right. (laughs) And because it was a thousand screws. And as with the iBook, when these go back together, you know, it's just broken and you didn't even do anything wrong even if you did it's just you know yeah the polycarb ibooks actually weren't so bad for that but the g4 um power books with that horrible titanium casing yeah those were fucked yeah um so they found that there was a bunch of debugging jumpers on this somewhere and just started you know shorting them and the Display on the thing would light up, you know, successfully cleaned or whatever. You know, it's like lying and pressing that, like, I cleaned the filter button conditioner. <laughs> right. And so some diseases happened. <laughs> because, you know, warm dairy. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah, even just the cleaning cycle sounds not great. Because, like, it, there's there's some amount of time that it's spending in between the hot and the cold parts where it's in the danger zone. So even with a properly working cleaning cycle, it's like, eh, how about you just empty it out? Just dump it out, pull out the the tank and the whatever, the screw and all the horrible thousand parts, <laughs> which I had to do this a few times and it was a huge pain <laughs> in the ass, but you know, we never kill anybody with our milkshakes. And we, except for the day when there was a <laughs> park-wide milkshake shortage, <laughs> we... Our, we always had milkshakes available or a reasonable facsimile <laughs> to our customers. Yeah. And also at the time period when you had that job and given that that's one of those jobs where they just throw as many almost minimum wage kids at it they can muster. Um, that is not the case at a McDonald's. Um, your manager may not have given three hours into the scheduling for someone to not be able to do anything other than make love to the ice cream machine in a closet somewhere. Well, it really shouldn't take that long. I mean, 
it, it was a bunch of parts, but it took like maybe half an hour. It, of course, this was in our machine, which was meant to be taken apart and cleaned by a human being. It's probably worse um, in the machines that supposedly have an automated... Doesn't that sound like a great idea, too? Wow, it's an automated cleaning system. You don't have to do anything. It's touch-free. It just works. <laughs> Except for it doesn't. Yeah. And it probably is, like, written down that it's supposed to, like, take an hour or something. But if it's, like, not a realistic time, then, like, as an employee, like, you're going to be, you know everyone touching their nose so they don't have to be the one that does it because like they're gonna get chewed out or whatever because mm -hmm. you know this is supposed to take an hour and you know i'm a franchise owner so <laughs> i've never done the work and i've never even been on site so i just know that you're lying to me because the manual says yeah the nice thing about the theme park i worked at was that nobody gave a shit about anything <laughs> Not the workers, not really the managers. I mean, I'm not sure somebody somewhere gave a shit about something, but it wasn't anybody I ever met. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like some, I, I told the stories on my podcast, but like some, some dad, dad came up to me to complain that some kids were swearing in a booth near their family. And I was like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> what do you, you want me? Like, I don't care. <laughs> do you want to talk to my manager? Okay, I'll go get him. Sure, whatever. Like, you could just move. There were tons of empty seats, like, but whatever. They wanted me to fix it. Make those children stuff. And I'm like, dude, I am 18 years old. <laughs> I could not give less of a fuck what those 16-year-olds are doing over there. And miraculously, people like me were able to keep a an ice cream machine running. Yeah. Without giving anyone Jardia or whatever. I, I don't want to know what it was exactly because it'll probably be, let's assume diarrhea was involved. Yeah, likely. I mean, that's, you know, or or both. Like if you yeah. get a norovirus, <laughs> when you when sometimes you have to make a decision. <laughs> in, in my personal opinion, it's better to puke on the floor than to poop on the floor. So that would be my decision. But Yeah. And ideally there's a trash can. Right. Or although... They might be one of those ones that have, like, the top on them because they're supposed to be, like, for the tray. So anyway, this this a couple of people had this whole company, like, making these devices to um, make it easier to live with these horrible automated ice cream machines in every McDonald's. Uh, and <laughs> eventually, the ice cream company, which, weirdly, they started out being, like, allies – like they they helped them a little bit and and you know they thought they invited them to speak at at something or other um but but it, it eventually they like i don't know i don't know what made them turn on on these people in their startup uh to install like little thingies <laughs> um cuz it really wasn't i don't see how it would really harm the core business of selling these horrible ice cream machines <laughs> Like, if anything, you'd think they might sell more of them because it's like, well, it's, you know, shitty and fucked up. But if you install this thing, then it's a little bit less shitty and fucked up. And at least you can know what's wrong with the damn thing. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe it was the service contracts, but I think you would still need a service contract. Like, it, you would get access to diagnostic information and to secret settings, but you wouldn't necessarily know what to do with that information or how to change <laughs> your settings to make it less stupid and, and prone to breakage. So I don't, I don't really know. But eventually the company decided to try to destroy them by telling all of the McDonald's's that if they install these, then their um, warranties and contracts and whatever would be voided. 
And then McDonald's was like, oh, yeah, y'all can't have these anymore, which basically destroyed their whole business. Right. Which was kind of a bummer for them, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's pretty wild. Like, there's and this is like a whole like capitalism monopolies thing. <laughs> like they have this product. It's shitty. But McDonald's says to all their franchisees who are you know, fat cats or whatever. They're like landlords, basically. Um, you have to buy this. And so they they have to buy it. And it's everybody, all the rich people are happy. And all of us who want milkshakes are not. Yep. <laughs> and these scrappy outsiders make a product to deal with this and are crushed under the boot heel of capitalism. Like they're always like the boot heel of communism, but... Uh, capitalism's got much bigger boots from what I've seen. Yeah. I'm not saying we should go back, we should be like the USSR, obviously, which is the most idiotic interpretation. Oh, never forget, the USSR had Pepsi. There was that whole <laughs> thing with, like, Nixon and whoever was the premier at the time, like, they had products. <laughs> but I don't like Pepsi. <laughs> well, I mean, Coke was funding the Nazis. Well, yeah, but it Everything was better. Bad. Everything was always bad. Well, yes, that's true. If you can count on anything, you can count on that. 